Righto, Murray, how are you? Morning, Michael. Yes, uh, pretty good this morning. Thank you. How big a deal is, is Mushroom Gate? Well, the Mushroom Mama, it's uh, certainly front page news all over here and uh, I dare say around the world. This is a fascinating story. Erin uh, Patterson, uh, arrested yesterday morning at a home uh, in country Victoria. What fascinates me as well, I mean, the police have turned up there with specially trained forensic sniffer dogs. These are dogs that are trained by the federal police over here to look for, uh, you know, high-tech stuff like USBs and SIM cards. And so they were going down the backs of sofas and looking through Mrs Patterson's car. Um, and anyway, um, she was taken away and questioned and then uh, late yesterday was charged with three counts of murder relating to her ex-in-laws and uh, one other person, uh, two counts of attempted murder relating to her ex-husband and three other counts, a bit more murky, we don't know a lot of detail about this, three other counts of attempted murder uh, relating to incidents, Mike, in 2021 and 22. Now, we all know what happened. I mean, three months ago, she hosted lunch. Later, her, form, her former parents-in-law, they died. The sister of the woman also died. Her husband, though, survived after weeks in hospital. And she's always said, I did nothing wrong here. I simply served lunch. I got sick. I got sick myself because I had something to eat as well. Anyway, um, a whole lot more will be revealed, I suppose, as the court process unwinds. But, gee, it's fascinating. Yeah, it is. Uh, her story from this side of the Tasman seems so bungled, so haphazard. Mm. I'm a mushroom forager. Whoops, there's my dehydrator or whatever the hell it is at the dump. And yeah. the kids did, you know, it's come on. This was always, never, lead, it was always leading here, wasn't it? I, look, look, I know you've got a magnificently appointed kitchen with a, you know, a big walk-in butler's pantry and so on. But have you got a hydrator? I've never seen one. A dehydrator nah, exactly. to dehydrate mushrooms. Yeah, exactly. She's a specialist. Does your mate. butler not do that for you? Well, I don't know what my butler does. I just say I'm hungry and something happens. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Isn't that what a butler's for, for goodness sake? This will be long-winded, so she'll appear today and plead whatever, and, and then we'll mm. set a trial date. And I'm mm -hmm. assuming it's, it's, got the, it's got the makings, though, of a classic whodunit, doesn't it? Jury, oh. what do they think? You'd make a rake program out of this, wouldn't you? Well, it could be a movie, mate. A bit of Hollywood. People are sharpening their pencils as we speak. Yeah. Be interesting. It's uh, a mess, isn't it? And now, Melbourne mm. Cup. Are we, are we still yep. big on the Melbourne Cup? We had this discussion this week. Guy Fawkes doesn't seem to be big here anymore. You know, it's, it's sort of not, it's, some of the fizz has gone out. Where are you at with the Melbourne Cup? As big as it ever been? Uh, bigger. Australians are going to gamble. Gamble alone a quarter of a billion dollars in the big race next Tuesday. In the a cost of living crisis. Yeah, exactly. So you can't exactly. afford so your mortgage gonna, and you can't afford coffee anymore, but you can't afford to bet on the GGs. Is that how it goes? Made a quarter of a billion dollars with the coffees. They're going to get bet on the Melbourne Cup. Wow. The winner gets four and a half million dollars. It's a huge money spinner for the state. I mean, $420 million last year was the economic benefits that derived to Victoria. And you've got uh, one in every two adults will either watch it this year or have a bet. Uh, fans, um, well, I mean, they just pour into... Uh, the track in the morning and they roll out in the afternoon full of state school hat racks and they've all had a wonderful time. Now, here's the other thing. Don't back the favourite. Favourites have only won 32 times since 1861 when the first race was run and won. And the last time a favourite got up was 10 years ago when Fiorenti got home. So uh, the favourite this, at this point, a few days out, Vauban is, uh, is the favourite from Gold Trip. What's the weather? Won last weekend. We know the weather and do we trust the forecast? Don't know the weather yet at this point, no. No, okay. Uh, Reserve Bank's also meeting on Melbourne Cup Day, which is interesting. Yeah, because, of course, a holiday... It's, now, now, is it a holiday? It's not a holiday everywhere in Australia. It's a holiday in Melbourne, isn't it? 
I think that's the case, exactly, yeah. So the Reserve Bank Board meets in Sydney, and Michelle Bullock gave a, a, a pretty blunt... If anyone was thinking Michelle Bullock was going to be a softer, kind of friendly and more feminine side of the, uh, of the central bank, forget it. She made it very, very clear last week, Mike, that um, under her governorship, the bank will take a tough line on inflation. And the big number they would have seen in the September quarter, 1.2%, the jump in inflation over here, largely because of petrol prices. And of the 14 biggest drivers of inflation in Australia, be the same over home in New Zealand, 10 were non-discretionary. So we're talking food, energy, shelter. The big four banks all think the cash rate's going to go up next week. Uh, a quarter of 1%, well, that'll take the cash rate to 4.35%. Most mortgages have got a seven in front of them now. Mm -hmm. And that's going to hurt mortgage holders and also all the investors who have these rental properties out there that are bulging at the seams, they're going to crank the rents up too because they have to cover their investments. Now, Hamish, this Eddie Jones thing. Oh, God, what a saga. So this guy, am I right in saying McLennan was the one who chased him? Yep, yep. And so, of course, Dave Rennie let us never forget the New Zealander and was hard done by and stiffed through all this process. So mm -hmm. Hamish, so Eddie goes because Eddie doesn't, is no good, but Hamish wants to hang around. How does that work? I don't know. I mean, if he's in charge of any other business, he's out the door as well, yeah. isn't he? I mean, what a stupid choice to... to it was a captain's pick. Uh, he wanted to get r rid of um, um, uh, of Dave Rennie as soon as England sacked Eddie Jones. And what does McLennan do? Well, he's an Aussie. Bring him home. He'd just been sacked by one country and he got mm -hmm. sacked the last time he coached Australia. So who thought that was a great bloody idea? Well, apparently Hamish the hamster did. And the only time he, he knows anything about rugby is when he had his head in sweaty old scrums at Shaw, don't you know, dear boy, here on the north shore of Sydney. I mean, give me a break. This guy doesn't know anything about rugby. He might be a terrific businessman, but he's a buffhead. And for him, for him to arrive back from France and say, you know what? Rugby's in a better place than when I was appointed three years ago. And France was a quote-unquote setback. Well, he, I tell you what, he must have bumped his head on the carpet on, as he turned left into first class. And what about his wife? Lucinda, dear girl. I mean, jolly hockey sticks. Lucinda's weighed into all the rugby fans calling for his head on a stick. She said, my husband works jolly hard and so does Eddie. Eddie's work ethic was second to none. I mean, he cleaned our pool seven times in one day. And then... She says, all you haters, you can just keep hating, but my husband, my husband works with the best of intentions and all this sort of not. Please, knowledge is power, she said. Well, you know what we know? We know your husband's a dud. He's got to go as well. <laughs> God almighty. Lucinda. Luc I bet she played hockey. Yep. <laughs> good on you, mate. You have a good weekend. Pleasure as always. You, Murray Olds. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.